Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hello, and welcome back to Sex Talk. Tracy, good to see you in London. Good to see you. While I was waiting, not that I'm always waiting for you, but I always do get in early because it's it's later in the afternoon for me and Kelsey's got to get up really early. And I was reading a thing from Love Honey, you know, the people who do my sex story range. They send yeah. me through their research. And I was thinking, oh, this would be good. This would be good. So depressing. What do people most think about during sex, right? What are the top four things that people think about? Have a, have a guess. Like when you're married or when you're in a hot sexual? Just, just generally sex. They should have divided up, shouldn't they? Yeah. I mean... I think when you're married, you think how much longer? Um, <laughs> Kelsey, you're not being very encouraging. I think you think about someone else, maybe. I don't know. I would have said all of those things, but no, pending household chores. Oh yeah, that would be me. Like I got your get favorite that. TV show, work, and the next meal. <laughs> the next meal. It's a, a bit depressing, isn't it? Sad. It's a bit depressing. Yeah, that's true though. I can see that. Yeah, probably. I, I suspect this is long-term sex that we're talking about because sure as hell when you're first having sex with someone new, thinking about this is amazing, I wonder what they think of me, I wonder if they think my body's good enough, am I doing this right? That's the, th- the stuff you're thinking about at the start, not, hmm, I wonder what I'll have for dinner. Yeah, it just shows you that in long-term relationships, you it becomes just like anything. If, after you've done it enough times, you can do it on autopilot. Whereas yeah. I think in a new relationship, you're thinking really hard, like, what is he like? What do I want? What, you know, what, what are we doing? Is this too much? What does he think? Mm-hmm. When you're married, you're like, I used to just be like, Nate, hurry up. And he'd be like, why? I'd be like, it's not that I don't enjoy it. I just want it over quickly. And he's like, <laughs> he's like I'm like, I want, to, I want to enjoy it for a minute, one minute. Poor old Nate. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Let's get started with some questions here. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, here we go. I'm in a long-term relationship with my boyfriend and we have great sex, but I have sex dreams about other men weekly. What could this mean? Well, I was quite astonished to find out that 8% of all dreams are sex dreams. That's quite a high proportion. And 4% of those are wet dreams, as in the person's actually having an orgasm in their sleep. Lucky which is dogs. another high statistic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sex dreams are most common. I don't think this is, this is quite obvious, I think, that they tend to happen when you're having lots of sex or no sex at all. 
they tend, so it's either that you've got a big, strong, healthy libido and you're having lots of sex. And so your brain's going, this is amazing. And then keeps on going when you're, when you're sleeping. If you're not having any sex at all, it tries to satisfy you while you're in bed, but not having sex. Dreams of cheating don't mean that you want to cheat at all because dreams aren't literal. I mean, we don't know that much about dreams. A lot of what we people pretend they know about dreams, they don't really know. We tend to dream most about people we interact with the most, which I question that because I often dream about completely random people. Same. But they, they've even got a theory about that as well. They think that we dream about people who connect with the feeling that we've had that day. So say you're feeling anxious that day, you might dream of a boss that made you feel anxious or something like that. So that's what that's all about. But what all the dream interpreters agree on is this, is that how you react to a dream is much more important than what you're dreaming of. So if this woman's waking up and she's thinking, damn, you know, I really am missing out on this. I've settled too soon. I, I, I didn't play the field enough. Is she thinking that or is she thinking, hmm, that was really good and not thinking too much about it? So in other words, why did she write to us? What are these feelings that they're staring up? And I think that perhaps if you want to read anything into it, it might be that her subconscious is saying, look, you know, you're having great sex with your partner, but maybe you need a bit more novelty. Maybe you need a bit more adventure. And, you know, here I'm giving you lots of all these new lovers to show you that you need some newness. It could be that. But I really wouldn't worry too much about it. I just think that you're probably having great sex and then you're you're going to bed and having, I love having great sex dreams. Uh, I think that's what I was going to say. I think for her, how lucky if it means that you're so in touch with your sexuality and you get to have real life sex and really good sex in your dreams. Mm. I think what she might be asking is, does this mean that I need to do something different in my long-term relationship? And I think they're separate. You'll, I don't think yeah, they're, I think they're, they're related. Yeah, I don't think there's, they're linked. Other than, or is she secretly saying, does this mean that I've settled down too early? I think, I feel like that's the question that she's not actually saying. Look, it might, I don't know the background to your relationship, but it sounds like you're very happy. You're having great sex. So why would you jeopardize all that just because you're having a few dreams about some yeah. new hot people? I say enjoy. Go with it. Yeah. Don't worry about it and enjoy. Unless it makes you, yeah. And as long as you're having great sex with your husband and the good dreams, you're winning. Mm. If when you wake up from your dream, you go, that was way better than what I did last night with boyfriend. That's a whole nother discussion. Yes. And that's when you do have to think maybe we need to be doing something a bit more interesting. But she said great sex. So we're not worried about her. We're not worried about you. Don't worry about yourself. <laughs> we got bigger problems, friend. We have bigger problems yeah. here. Okay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Next question. <laughs> I'm in my early 50s and I became perimenopausal in my late 40s. My husband and I have been together for 25 years. Sex was always okay, but because of my lack of desire and sex being painful, we haven't had intercourse in almost four years. I will give him an occasional hand job, but that's it. 
I feel bad because I know how badly he wants sex, but it's just not there for me. So here's my question. Would it be wrong for me to suggest he get a massage at one of those happy ending places? I'm not sure how I feel about it, but it's just a release he needs and there's no strings attached. The risk seems very low to me, assuming it doesn't lead to anything more. I know that he masturbates often, but it's different, and I'd like to offer him some type of alternative that doesn't include me. I'm sure this sounds so horrible, but I'm honestly conflicted and could use your expert advice. You start with this one. What's your gut reaction with it? First of all, wow, we've come a long way as women. Mm -hmm. And we've come a long way of not thinking of sex as something that is bad or we own the person. There, I see so much conversation now about trying to understand what the other person wants. I think traditional marriage and the way, you know, it was talked about 50 years ago, it was like your husband can't look at anybody. You know, all the shows, Mad Men, all the shows were like, if they have affairs, it's hidden away. And this is like, first of all, just so cool that you're even thinking about it. And my, I mean, Tracy's the expert, but I think it's beautiful that you might even just suggest that to him. I know so many men that are in sexless marriages and really what they want is their their wife to be happy and they would love to have sex. But if the wife sat down and said what you just said, like, I know I'm not giving you what you want and I love you. I don't know how to do it. So I would be willing to talk about different options for you. I don't know how I feel about it either. Like in terms of, you know, I don't know that I could live with that. I don't think I would, I, a happy ending wouldn't, um, wouldn't break me at all. Um, I would probably not want to know. The only thing it gets dicey is does that lead to the next thing? Sometimes when you cross a line mm-hmm. that you've okay. held for a long time, it gets really easier. We were just talking about doing recreational drugs and trying things. You know, once you try one thing, it opens a door. So that's the only thing I think inside of a marriage, I would try possibly to find a way for it to be less painful and try that before I'd go to the happy ending. But I love that she's even thinking that um, she could give him something as a gift because she's not able to give him something that he needs. Good. Um, I wanted you to go first because I, as you say, sometimes I can become desensitized to all this because I deal with it all the time. But um, also I was just a random thought then. My brother was a private investigator and he had to investigate a massage parlor that did happy endings and he got a happy ending. And I said, what was it like? During the research? During yes. his... But then he had to, he got the happy ending. Then he had to turn around and say, actually, I'm really sorry, but everybody's now under arrest or like I have to, no, he didn't have to do what? that. What? Policeman. But he did, he did go away and then tell the person that he'd been hired by, yes, they are doing happy endings, which is illegal, of course. Anyway, by the by. So going back to the thing, I think exactly the same as Kelsey. I wanted to quickly say, don't feel any guilt because it looked... If sex is painful, it's absolutely fine to take intercourse off the table. We talked about this last week, and there are plenty of other ways to satisfy your partner, as you well know, because she's dealing out hand jobs. But I think what she's saying, well, quite obviously what she's saying, is that she doesn't want to interact sexually at all. Mm. And I understand that too, because if you've got no desire and it's not that appealing, you know, you don't really want to look forward to sex. But as we talked about last week also, desire is not the only motivation for sex. We really do need to move away from that. And keeping your partner happy is another motivation. I do strongly think that there's a moral obligation for to provide some kind of sexual stimulation if you're in a monogamous relationship, if you want them to stay monogamous. But this is why she's offering up the alternative, of course. I don't think it's horrible. I think it comes from a place of love. I think that 
obviously the hand jobs are not terribly enthusiastically delivered. And I'd also agree that it's low risk. And this is what happens with loving couples. Maybe, you know, often in the case where one person gets ill and they can't um, keep having sex, they will end up, you know, saying to their partner, look, if you want to go and see a sex worker, that's fine. Because it is less likely that there'll be attachment and there's it's more likely that they'll be discreet. But I thought to myself, there are two ways this is going to be taken by him. He's going to either go, wow, you must really love me to offer me this opportunity or, wow, you must really hate having sex with me so much that you're willing to send me off into the hand of another woman. Literally. Literally. So which reaction your husband's going to get? Because I asked my partner, my husband, and he was like, oh, no, I think that was really awful if you suggested that to me. And my husband would have been like, you are the coolest woman on the planet. Would it? I don't I mean, I don't know. Well, there you go. So two reactions, two. Re- I don't know. I, don't I know. think she'd be better off mustering up some enthusiasm if she could possibly, possibly find it and have low or non-reciprocal sex, like him masturbating beside her, maybe oh. a bit more of an enthusiasm. Oh. Or like oral sex, hand jobs. Seriously, you just have to lie there. and Masturbating beside me. She could be thinking would... about her next meal or a favourite TV show. But if she does want to say something to her, look, I've even scripted this for her. This is how I would word it. I would say, I'd very much say where it's coming from. I'd say I'm worried about how you're coping with not having enough sex. You're very understanding about me having low desire because sex is painful for me. But I worry you're masturbating and only getting the odd hand job for me isn't enough. I don't want you to miss out on something that is so important to you just because it's not important to me. I had a really out there idea about you visiting a massage parlor and getting a happy ending. I thought it might give you a thrill you aren't getting and a sexual treat that you might enjoy. I'm not thrilled. This is crucial. I am not thrilled by the idea of another woman touching you. But if you would like it, I think it's fair that I give you permission. So it's coming from a place of love. But I think that sentence is really crucial because you're not just, you're not then saying, I find the thought of touching you so repulsive. I'd rather do anything than have to do that. You're saying, I don't feel like it's fair on you that I'm not giving you the full sexual attention that you need. So if you're going to do it, that's the way I do it. Yeah. And I even think what, what Tracy just said, you could even stop at the part before you even go into the sex worker. You could say, what other than sex would make you happy? Do you have any ideas or fantasies? You could actually just ask him before you bring up the massage parlor and see if he He's even... not going to say, actually, I'd love to sleep with a hooker, is he? <laughs> I would love to bang a hooker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, you might just want to pause there and see if he has any ideas that he's already thought like, man, I wish I could have this or... It's funny mm. you asked. Yeah, he might say webcam girl or something yeah, like can that. We, or... Can we watch porn together and you just watch? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Master- watching a man yeah. masturbate to me sounds like the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. It's not. It I have be no desire hot. to sit and watch a man do that. Nope. Nope. And Kelsey, nope. I can't believe you haven't done that before. Just watching him? I don't need that. No. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need that. But I think I love this woman. I think more and more, these are discussions no, we, none mm. of my friends have been like, should I give him, let him get a hand job? But we have these discussions is how, how do we love somebody that we don't want to have sex with? How do you manage it? And exactly. um, it's really cool I that she's, she's going to try this. Courage. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, good on you. Good on yeah. you. Okay. Do not feel guilty. And tell it, please. I need people to write in and be like. They do write in. He went to a sex worker. Turned out it was my neighbor. Everything <laughs> got dicey. 
<laughs> and all of a sudden, my vagina started being wet again, and we're having sex. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. It all worked out. Oh, my God. And, you know, maybe Hilarious. once he goes to, if he did go to get a massage with a happy ending, the thought of him with someone else might trigger her Yes, it could well do that. I mean, the joke you just made isn't out of the realms of comprehension, actually, because sometimes things like that that actually disgust us are the things that turn us on the most. So you never know what might happen. But yes, be probably maybe look into who's working at the local massage parlor <laughs> before you send them off. Hopefully it's someone your kids carpool with. Okay. <laughs> All right. Last one. Oh, I'm an expert here. I've never had more than one orgasm in a session and would like to try. Can you tell me how to have multiple orgasms and explain what they are? Is it one long orgasm or are they quite separate? Okay. Officially, a multiple orgasm is just having more than one orgasm in the session. But you can have, she's quite right on both counts. You can have two types. You can have what's called compounded single orgasms, which are orgasms that are separate and distinct from each other. And you've had a little bit of a rest in between, which is the the kind I would say is probably more practical to aim for and probably more achievable. Or you can have what's called serial orgasms, which is mere seconds between them and you don't stop the stimulation. That's the harder one to achieve. But that's the one I think that everybody thinks of. Do you think? I think that's the thing that everybody thinks of. No, I think I think both. I, I actually think, I mean, I've, I've always had breaks in between. I don't know that. Mm. I think you're look, like maybe like a rolling orgasm where you kind of have a heightened spot, then you come down and then you come back up again. Yeah. 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 yeah I'd call that more rolling. That's a good description, actually. Yeah. Do you know, um, only about 15% of women have them. We're engineered for it. We can have them. But I think most people, I've had them before. I think everyone who's into sex has had them before, but it's generally at the start, isn't it? When you can't get enough and you're high desire, high motivation. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, I've always, I've had it in a in two relationships since and I never did with my husband. I think for me it it is mostly in sexual sexual connections, not lifetime partners. I don't know that we do this with our husbands. I know everybody we would should. like to. It would be awesome if we were we were taught this earlier. But I do think when you are in a dark, steamy one bedroom apartment and you've had a cocktail, it's much easier to kind of get into the spot that you need to be in to have these type of orgasms. And it's also, um, you need a man that knows what he's doing. Yes, that's absolutely true, yeah. Or a partner, they don't, not necessarily straight. Yeah, and there's a point when if you're going to have a multiple orgasm, you have to go again, you have to start again before you're almost ready. So there has mm. to be a man that's watching you close enough and understands your body close enough that when you have an orgasm and then you're tired, that he goes, nope, you're ready to go again. And you're like, am I? And then you have to get going again. And you kind of need someone who knows what they're doing. Well, you don't need to be that passive. You can be in control of it because he's not a mind reader. He can't tell. Uh, the way to have it is probably, and I'd say the way technically that you need to think about is, is to switch techniques and switch stimulation. Like it's highly unlikely you're going to have four oral sex orgasms in a row. So much more likely that you're going to have an oral sex orgasm, a penetration orgasm, if that's what you can do, one with his fingers or her yeah. fingers, one with a vibrator, because the direct tip of the clitoris, the bit that you can see, gets so oversensitized so quickly. But you're quite right in that. I was just thinking then about what I said. I hate the thought of women being so passive and the man being in control. I like the woman to be in control. Oh, see, and in bed, in bed I do not want to be in control. No, but you want to be able to stand up and say, right, I'm not done yet. I want another orgasm. Well, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like it's, for me, there was some, there's some sense of letting go. 
Mm. In, in order to have multiple orgasms, I felt like I had to kind of get out of my head and mm. stop thinking and just kind of go with the flow of the whole experience. Yeah, yeah true. And as long, once my brain starts thinking, it's a bad spot to be. So that's why I think for me to be able to have that type of experience or that type of session, I have to be very present with with something other than only in that yeah mm-hmm. do you know when they did experiments on the female brain and the male brain and what happens when they orgasm in the male brain when they orgasm all the excitement parts of the brain light up like you know like, and the woman's brain none of those areas lit up it was the part that relaxes that's so exactly women except yes. when you said let go women are women relinquish control when they have set when they have an orgasm it's the opposite to men so fascinating all that the other thing I would say is is that if you've had your first organ which which is usually through direct stimulation of the clitoris then you might move on to breast play you might move into maybe some anal play which Kelsey's fascinated by not um you might if you want to touch the the vulva cut the whole of the vulva and move it rather than just specifically focus on that small sensitive area and you it's quite a good idea if you're really keen about this is to train yourself during masturbation where you bring yourself to the brink stop just when you're about to change position change technique you know if you you know use your fingers use a vibrator just stand and sit just change your body get your body used to being taken to a peak and then expecting more afterwards because I mean, I think my body's well and truly trained now that when you had one, it's over time to get up and go and have a glass of wine. (laughs) It's like a bathroom and get a glass of wine. Exactly. So um, so you've got to retrain your brain as well as your body. Yeah. And I think you have to have time. It's not something you can do quickly. That's not a, a multiple orgasm sex event is not a 10 minute sex. It's it's having time to rest in between and kind of being in that moment with that person with nothing else to do for a bit. Yeah, like hours. Hours. And I think, too, like I'm really into the cervical orgasm where kind of their whole hand are like, you know, three or four fingers are inside and you're almost pushing against it. Mm. You're actually kind of thrusting against their hand. So it feels a little bit deeper than having just a regular orgasm. Um, that's called an anterior fornix. I'm into the anterior. I'm I'm into the anterior fornix. I can promise you that (laughs) at 45, that's my jambo. Right. Good. Yeah. So, you know, I think I, I think it's awesome that you're asking that. This is, again, this is stuff that I didn't even know existed until I met Tracy and until, you know, I, I was dating in my 40s. But there is a lot more fun to be had than a lot of us have been told. And it's not just porn fun. It's like exploratory fun. Mm. So yeah. good luck, sister. I hope you have big nights, yeah. long big report, nights. Report back, report back. Yeah. So one of us is off to see Taylor Swift today. I am. Good I'm girl. telling you. I'm telling you guys. Sex is good, but I heard Taylor Swift is better. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I'm horrified at the price of the tickets, but clearly I don't go out enough to be horrified at the price. But anyway, yeah. I reckon she'll be worth it. Absolutely worth it. I wonder what sort of sex she has. I'm excited. I thought it was. I thought we were going to be the last show in North America, but then she added another one for tomorrow oh, night. Damn. So I'm just hoping that it's just spectacular. But everybody said it has been. So anyway, from sex to Taylor Swift, we show everything here at Sex Talk. <laughs> Stay with us for more. (laughs) We do. Thanks so much, Tracy. See you next week. All right, take care. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. 
If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 